Welcome to the Lost Boys to Found Fathers podcast. I'm Will Haycox. Join me as my co-host, Gabe O'Sullivan. We're men who've suffered the loss of a child, and through this production, we desire to offer encouragement, strength, and hope to our fellow brothers who travel the same journey. What's up, Gabe? Hello, sir. So we are in episode six of Tough Questions, Honest Answers, where we're going through some of the discussion questions uh, in my book. Uh, my first one is called That Will Be Done. Uh, with a question mark at the end of that, trusting God in the midst of suffering, pain, or loss. And so we're going to keep rolling. Sounds good. Yeah, man. So uh, I'm, I'm going to, since you did the, such a great intro there with your super awesome radio voice, mm-hmm. I am going to, uh, and that is true. Like when people listen to this and mm-hmm. they tell me, like, Will sounds so much profession- more professional <laughs> than you. You sound like a well, country bumpkin. That must Will be the people like, that I was paying to tell yeah. you that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. So, all right, here's the first question. Um, and this is actually on page 156 and 157 is where we're getting these questions today, is though you may have gone through a situation or in the middle of one uh, that makes you question God's love and trustworthiness, how do you know he really has your best interest at heart? Mm. How do you know that? Yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's multiple ways that you can kind of remind yourself of that. Um, I mean... The easiest one is to go to the Bible and read it. You know, I mean, you can. the The story of the Bible is the story of God continually reaching out to a world that has rejected Him at every turn. You know, and and He lays out perfection in front of Adam and Eve, and they throw it in His face. You know, and and disobey, and He had the ability and the right to wipe them out and start over. And instead of doing that. He continued to reach out to him. You know, he he killed the first animal and provided clothing for them. You know that that story. And then, not to recap the whole story of the Bible, but you know that that's the story of the Israelites that, that God saved them out of Egypt. He made promises to them, and they rebelled against him multiple times. You know, he gave them a, a land, a promised land. They rebelled against him there, and all along the way, God could have just said, "Hey, you know, you've screwed up. You've disobeyed what I asked you to do," and I'm done with you. You know, I'm going to go find another people. I'm going to go find someone else who'll be more faithful to me. Um, or maybe just give someone else a chance and maybe they'll screw up. Maybe they won't. But, you know, you guys haven't deserved it. And instead of that, God demonstrated, like you said here, you know, God's love and his trustworthiness that he made a promise to them and he kept it. And even when they didn't keep their side of the bargain, you know, like the human thing is like, you know, I promise you this game. I promise you, I'll come cut your grass if you pay me 20 bucks or I'll come cut your grass if you help me out at my house mm-hmm. and then you don't do the thing I asked you to do. I'm going to be like, well, he lied to me. He, he didn't keep his promise. I'm not going to go do what he asked me, what I told him I was going to do. And God didn't take that easy way out, that human way out. He continued to be faithful. And so I think the easy one there is to say, read the Bible. That's objective. It's there. You know, if you're a Christian, you believe the Bible to be true. There's your proof. Another one that's more, you know, more personal is just to, to look back in your own life. You know, I mean, I've told the, told my testimony here. If you want to hear it, I don't remember Gabe. I think it was like the first or second episode. We kind of told some of our testimonies. Yeah, and, probably like and second or I think something so. for you. Yeah. Um, and talked about, you know, we told our stories, our, our children's stories, and kind of in that whole thing, if you want to hear that, go back to whatever it was, episode two, three, something like that. Um, but, you know, the Lord was, was faithful to me. Even though I grew up in church, I knew who he was. I knew all the right answers, but 
I didn't act on it. You know, I didn't, I didn't do the right thing. I didn't obey him. I didn't become a Christian until much later in life. And he had the ability to write me off and punish me and, you know, let me live with the consequences of my actions. But instead he continued to reach out to me, drew me closer to him and helped me see his truth ultimately and become a believer and, and have the privilege of being saved and you know, not having to deal with the right punishment of my sins, going to hell and being separated from him and, you know, everything. There's just so many things I could say, but, you know, I guess the short answer to that is read the Bible and, you know, look at God's faithfulness in your own life. And, and this particular pain that you're going through right now, God might seem like he's far away and he's not being very faithful, but if you look at you know, how did he get you to this point? You know, what has he already brought you through in your life? You know, I think that's a, it's a pretty good thing to look back on and reflect on God's faithfulness to you. I love that. And it makes me think too, just, just even day to day, right? Like how many times have we denied God, defied God? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some other D word I could alliterate with. I can't think mm-hmm. of right now. Yeah. But you need to ask DJ. Yeah. Get right. you up on your yes, alliteration. That's right. We got the source in mm-hmm. here, but but we still have breath in our lungs. We're mm-hmm. still wake up and probably, if you're listening to a podcast, you probably got food in your stomach or in your pantries to get mm-hmm. some when you get home. Like, right, you you got clothes mm-hmm. on your back. You know, like you've, he continues to be faithful to us mm-hmm. even though we may not always be faithful to him. And so just understanding those, those promises, mm-hmm. almost like having like this gratitude list of like, Hey, what are the things I'm thankful for? What God has delivered mm-hmm. that can get us out of the cycle of being like, "Well, I'm I'm mad at God or I don't trust mm-hmm. God because He didn't answer this one mm-hmm. request." Yeah, you know. So I think that's a, that's a great point that you made mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's like just to, to touch on that last point you said. You know, being angry at God, like it's. It's easy and sometimes seems rational to be angry at God, you know, when things don't go the way you want them to and you believe God's in charge of everything. God's God's sovereign over everything that happens. It's easy to say, well, it's his fault. But, you know, we've already had conversations on, you know, the difference between God causing something to happen intentionally, wanting it to happen and allowing it to happen. But even what however you feel about that, you know, go and look at all the blessings he's given you, you know, like it's so easy to you're going through something bad and you're just like, I just got fired. You know, God's not faithful. He's not giving me something to provide for my family or, you know, whatever the situation is. But like you had that job in the first place, like you had something to provide for your family. You know, you have a car to drive back and forth to work or to go see your friends. You know, you have friends, you have a house, a roof over your head where a lot of people don't. Um, just all those things you're like, you know, it's so easy. Like you mentioned, you know, you have food. You have, if you're listening to this podcast, you have a computer or you have a phone. A lot of people in the world don't have those. You know, they may or may not always be good things. We might do things we shouldn't do with them or we might spend too much time on them. But the fact that we have the blessing to be able to call a friend, call a family member, a drop of a hat is something that, that God has allowed that's a good thing for us. So I think, you know, don't be a captive of the moment and, and be aware of the good things he's done to you earlier in your life. That's good. And that takes... You know, that takes discipline mm. to do. Mm-hmm. You know, this, again, we're talking about lost boys and found fathers, you know, as, as, as part of our growth in mm-hmm. manhood. Like we have to, 
develop our discipline. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes discipline to think mm-hmm. if I'm going down that spiral of negativity, like, oh, wait a minute, I need to check myself, be self-aware, mm-hmm. and yeah. be disciplined enough to, to help myself a little bit to get out of that spiral of negativity by thinking about good things, mm-hmm. making a gratitude list, mm-hmm. quoting scripture, you know, reading positive words or listening to positive, you know, mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's uh, that's something that we can do and kind of develop into our daily, daily disciplines. Mm-hmm. Um, something I do personally, and I'm not trying to say that I've got this figured out by any means, but I've made a list on my phone. It's called Positive Daily Words. And I've just got a bunch of words <laughs> like mm-hmm. that I read. It's, it's like hope, love, faith, um, you know, gentleness, mm-hmm. kindness, respect, mm-hmm. grit, determination, positivity. Like I don't know, it's a bunch of different words. Mm-hmm. I should totally have it memorized, but I don't. And then I've got a bunch of Bible verses that mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And if I read something, I'm like, oh, that's good. And I'll just copy and paste it and add it on that notes. Um, and then I've got some other quotes by by people, you know, mm-hmm. like the Navy SEAL creed, mm-hmm. like slow is smooth, smooth is fast. You're not if you're not dead, um, you can't you can't quit or give up, and mm-hmm. um, some other stuff that you know just cool. having that daily. And I don't some days I forget, you know, but five out of seven days I'm I'm taking ten minutes and I'm reading through that whole list of those quotes and those words and those Bible verses. And uh, there's some daily prayer requests and stuff like that on there that I'll, I'll pray for my wife and kids and that kind of thing. And mm. that really helps. It makes a big mm. difference. You know, like if, yeah. uh, if you wake up in a funk to kind of get you out of that funk if you start your day with that. Mm-hmm. So that's, a, that's an idea I'll just toss out there that's meant a lot to me over the past mm-hmm. couple of years I've been doing it. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the point you mentioned there, like, you know, having that self-awareness and and being able to identify, like, you say you wake up in a funk and, like, who knows there's hundreds of reasons you can wake up not feeling the way you want to feel or you should feel but like getting your focus off of you and I don't feel good today or I don't want to go do this at work today or whatever and on those blessings all the things the Lord's given you or on like you said you know hope grit love you know whatever these things are that you can be thankful for or that you should strive to have yeah and then getting your mind off of you and on your family, your friends, you know, whatever, somebody else and their needs is one, it's a it's a good way to, to feel better, you know, and not be stuck in just feeling like crap all the time and, you know, feeling sorry for yourself and not doing anything. And two, it's a way to be a, a better husband, a better father, a better friend, you know, better coworker that, you know, nobody likes the guy who comes to work and he's miserable every single day and you ask him how he's doing and he just complains for an hour and a half you know like there's definitely valid times to you know we talk about it in this podcast to talk about real things to say you know hey man i'm screwed up right now i got this going on or that going on but if you're so inward focused that that's like the only thing going on in your mind not only are you going to turn people off but you're not going to get out of that funk you know mm-hmm. you're just, you're going to focus on it so much that you can't think about the good things in your life. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Cool, man. Well, the next question I'll ask you is, is it necessary to fully understand God and his plans to trust him? Why or why not? Yeah. So here's the reason that question's in there because I, prior to this experience Mm. that this book, you know, talks Mm. about, I would have said like, yes, like, I need to know mm-hmm. 
like what's going on here for me to be able to trust you, right? And the re- and I'll say that kind of even goes back to I don't know, man. Think about stuff in your childhood, right? Like I think about when I may have told this story before, but when I was learning to swim and my um, one of my dads he, he took me up on the diving board and. Uh, it was like he was going to teach me to dive or something. Being like, this was back in the day. Well, you probably mm. remember this. They had bubbles that you would wear, these styrofoam bubbles mm. that you would wear okay. on your back. So it was like it strapped like a belt in the front and had like a little loop-through belt thing, and then it was a styrofoam bubble. So like mm. you would be on your – you had to swim, yeah. right? And then it you would keep float, you up. right? Face it would down, keep, yeah. yeah, floating face yeah. down. Super, That's good. Yeah. Super helpful. Yeah. Um, so I guess it would teach you to keep your head yeah. up, right? So you didn't mm. float face down, yeah. right? That kind of thing. So that's mm. what, but you didn't sink either, mm. right? So mm. you could not flip on your back or anything like that because mm. it was just too bulky. So he took me up there and he like ripped off my, or took off my, my float thing, my bubble, and he said, sink or swim, and threw me in the pool. And I swam. You're and still here. Oh, I'm I still guess. here. Right? I swam all the way to the to the to the end of the pool. And now I I didn't obviously I was a little shocked by that, you know, whatever. But I never went back to the bubble. Didn't wear it again, you know, ever again. And so later when he would ask me questions like like for instance, go to Disney World, I was super scared of roller coasters. And then, you know, he wanted me to ride Space Mountain because he knew I would like it if I got on it. Mm-hmm. And then he he would say, like, do you not, like, don't you trust me? Would I, have I ever done anything to hurt you when I was trying to get you to do something? Mm-hmm. like?" And so I would go, literally, I would go back in my mind to the, oh, I remember when he ripped off my float mm-hmm. and threw me in the pool. And I, you know... The, I, I rationalized like or understood rather the reason he did that was mm-hmm. to show me that I could do something that mm-hmm. I didn't think I could do mm-hmm. but he believed in me and he knew I could do it so I could trust him right mm-hmm. because yeah. of what because of this history there and so I had that history with him right mm-hmm. of yeah okay I know you only do things that are going to be good for me in the end even if I don't understand it mm-hmm. So I equated that to God, mm-hmm. right? Because that was my relationship with you know one of my earthly mm-hmm. fathers, but that's not God. They're an earthly father, right? Mm-hmm. The Bible says you know God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts, and um, so I had to work through that and mm-hmm. realize that even though I may not understand what God is doing in a certain situation. I can still trust him, even if mm-hmm. I can't understand him or what yeah. he's having me go through. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of that came from reading the book of Job, um, where, you know, just God, like, kind of lays Job bare a few times. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, you have no idea who you're talking to here. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, you know, did you create the wind and the water and the waves? Did you set the boundaries of the of the of the of the ocean where mm-hmm. it can't go past? Like, did you set the earth on its axis? And you know, all these things that makes basically puts Job in his place mm-hmm. to say, "Who the heck are you to talk to me?" Mm-hmm. You know. And so, uh, reading through that book and reading through a 
a book about that book mm-hmm. um, that might have been by Randy Alcorn or Chuck Colson or one of those big writer guys. Like mm-hmm. It was just called Job, and it was just a or Dr. Dobson or somebody, mm-hmm. one of those okay. big writer guys. It was really helpful, and it helped me kind of work through my thoughts of, okay, even though, God, I don't understand you right now, mm-hmm. I believe that you know what you're doing, even though I don't know what you're doing, and so I can trust you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know. I mean, that's that's hard because, you know, I guess that's kind of what faith is, right? You know, you trust. Mm. You know, what is it? What is it? Uh, Jesus told Thomas, you know, like you believe because you've seen. You know, blessed are those who believe and have not seen. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's easy for us as humans, or easier for us to believe. You know, God is faithful when we've experienced God's faithfulness. But then we have a time like this, you know, where Compared to, I think it would be easy to say, you know, comparatively in my life, God hasn't been as faithful to me as he's been unfaithful to me now. It's easy to be like, you know, nothing in my life that's good compares to this big bad thing that's just happened. Mm-hmm. And like, from a certain perspective, yeah, that's true. Like, you probably, you haven't, I don't know what the best good thing would be. You won the lottery, you, whatever, you know, you became super famous, whatever you wanted, however you wanted to find the best good thing. But like, you know, you you have a wife, you have friends, you have a job, you have, you know, all these things. It doesn't have to be, like, linear, you know. Like, with Job, it's like, hey, he's one of the wealthiest men in the world at that time. You know, it talks about how many thousands of sheep mm-hmm. and camel and livestock that he has and how many children he has and, you know, how blessed he's been. And he loses all that. And he doesn't question God in the sense that like God you're being evil you're being unfaithful he speaks to God like you say you know he he does literally question God but he doesn't have this attitude of God's been cruel to me God's been evil to me you know he has what I think we would consider to be mostly valid questions about you know why have you done this to me yeah and then God responds in a you could say you could say, you could call it harsh. You know, it's a little, you know, who are you to speak to me? Like, but one, it's like, that's God. So like, if God's being harsh, you probably deserved it. And two, yeah. it's like, it's reassuring, you know, like you, who are you? You know, like he talks about, you know, have you drawn out, what is he, however the wording of it, he talks about Leviathan, you know, like this giant sea monster or whatever it is, a dragon or, you know, whatever you want to say Leviathan is. He's like, have you watched him play? You know, like, could you draw him out with the fish hook? He's like, so I'm this powerful. I'm, I was there before you were born. I was there, you know, the world was created. And, you know, who are you to question me? And I think we can look at that and as God is saying, you know, just bow down, fall down below me and, and don't even have to trust me. Just do what I say. But I think it's, God is saying, you know, like I'm powerful enough to take care of you. You know, mm-hmm. like I've got all yeah. this. You you don't have the capability of making worlds and, you know, creating giant beasts and handling them. I do. So mm-hmm. like, like you said, you know, when you're able to submit to God and to trust him, you don't have to understand everything he does and all the reasons why he does it. You can know his character mm-hmm. and trust. Even if I don't know why he does this, I know he's doing it for the right reason. Yeah. And I think that's applicable to humans as well, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't have to, 
my wife and I don't have to have a deep conversation about every little thing she does. Like I know her, I trust her, I trust her decisions. So if she does something that I, you know, I'm like, I'm not sure if I would have done it that way or, you know, whatever I can say, I trust you. And I know, I know your character. I know who you are. I know what you value. So I can, you know, I can leave it at that. Mm. And so I, I think that's the right relationship we should have with God is, you know, you trust him, you know, his character and, I mean, the other, I guess, where you're going, you can maybe speak to this or not. You spoke this, uh, you, you wrote this question. Like, <laughs> is it necessary to fully understand God and his plans to trust him? I think if the answer was yes, like, you couldn't trust God, right? You know, like, I don't know that I can fully understand you as another human being, and you can't fully understand me as another human being. Right. So, like, how am I going to understand the heart of God, this all-powerful being that lives outside of our reality, you know? Mm-hmm. So and I think the answer has to be like, yes, you can, you can trust him because you know his character and you've seen his demonstrated faithfulness throughout the history of the Bible and throughout your own life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And that's comforting to know that, you know, that God is that powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you want to serve a God that you could control? Mm. Cause now you're just God mm-hmm. instead of, God being God, mm. right? And and that's mm-hmm. so. I think it's really comforting when we get down and think about it that um, that He is mm-hmm. that higher yeah. than us, mm-hmm. you know. So that's that should give us encouragement that mm-hmm. even in the middle of a tough situation, like okay, I don't get this, but God, like like you said before, I know the history of your character. Mm. You said you are love, right? You said you're in control of everything so even though I don't understand this and it's really painful and it's difficult like I'm going to believe that you that you got a reason for this mm-hmm. and, it's, and I'm going to come out on the other side better mm-hmm. you know so that, that takes some working through but that's where we want to get to mm-hmm. yeah I mean I think and not to not to go off topic or whatever but I think it's important I've, I've been listening to this this Christian podcast talking about um, it's talking about like supernatural like talking about monsters or dragons or like vampires or like all this stuff like what is it is it is it real is it all fake is it demons like whatever and that's kind of what they come back to is it it's probably demons Mm -hmm. and uh, I think you just said you know like you don't want a god that you can control because you know then you're god and it's like people who are like satanists people who are you know wiccans and whatever witches like all these people who entertain and work with these like dark spiritual beings that's what they're doing like they're they are worshiping a being that they think they can control and i don't think they fully can which is one reason why it would be dangerous and right. inadvisable to yeah. commune with demons but you know they're like like you look back in the bible and it's like they sacrifice to dagon or moloch or one of these people or these demons or these deities whatever and it's because they think like I give this God this thing and I get my crops are blessed or, you know, we'll have fertility or we'll win this battle against, you know, whoever against the Israelites or against someone else. And that's like a, I mean, I was a history major. That's a running theme throughout human history is a religion that requires human sacrifice or some great sacrifice for that God to bless you. And, you know, if you're, beyond the fact that human sacrifice and all that, if you are worshiping a being that you have to do something to manipulate, 
and to mm. get what you want, like you're mm. worshiping the wrong thing. Yeah. And you can say devil's advocate, like we pray, we're trying to manipulate God. We're trying to get what we want from him, but like, we're not, we're not praying because we chant our prayers and God does what we want. We're praying because we have a personal relationship with this divine being who wants to have a relationship with us, who's so much more powerful and outside us. And he doesn't want us to, we say 15 prayers and we say them in this way, you know, face in this direction, you know, all this different stuff. We get what we want automatically. Like God's not a, a genie, a demon, whatever you want to call it. That just gives you what you want because you asked or you gave this thing. God has control over everything. He loves you. He's faithful to you. And he wants to demonstrate that. And he wants to build a relationship with you. So mm. sorry for the random rant on <laughs> no, uh, angelic or whatever demonic beings. But uh, I think that's a real thing. Maybe we can have a, a, to- a topic and go into that. Like how does that work when you're dealing with grief and you know mm. outside influences and things that are trying to draw you away from church and from your, your family and from the Lord. But uh, no, I think that's... That's a big point, you know. Grief isn't about manipulating God to yeah. make you feel better. It's right. about trusting God when you don't feel the way that you want and, to feel. You and know, that's the thing that I, I don't know if I talk about it in here or not, or we talked about it before, but, you know, like a sticking point for some mm. people, and, and for me it was and sometimes still is when you read verses where Jesus says, like, ask anything you want in my mm. name mm-hmm. and it will be given to you, right? Mm. So you read that and you're just thinking, Man, all I gotta do is pray in Jesus' name, mm-hmm. right? And then I will have what mm-hmm. I'm asking for, be it a million dollars or, you know, mm-hmm. the yeah. the Panthers to win the Super Bowl or, you know, whatever. Tom Brady to come back and have a good year for the Bucks, you know. Mm-hmm. Like whatever. Like if I pray in Jesus' name, like I'm gonna get it. And mm-hmm. then if that don't happen, then you're like, wait a minute, God's word is not true, right? Mm-hmm. But then we have to have to kind of dig deeper and that's I had to dig deep on this you know because mm-hmm. I'm a you know I mean we I'm sure we've all prayed in Jesus's name and you know what that gets down to is like when we're talking about praying in Jesus's name like we're talking about not just like saying like you said some mm-hmm. kind of prayer with some mm-hmm. kind of wording that's going to get us what we want mm-hmm. like that m- means and indicates that if, if it is in Jesus' name, then that means it's in God's will. Mm-hmm. And that if it's in God's will, then Jesus, obviously, like, his name covers and encompasses God's will, mm-hmm. right? Because he is God. Mm-hmm. And so if we're praying in his name, then we are praying in his will. Now, sometimes we may pray outside mm-hmm. of his will, but mm-hmm. we think we're in his will, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so in that scenario, then obviously you don't get what you ask for. But mm-hmm. if, if we don't understand that, mm-hmm. now, again, devil's advocate, like you said before, people could be like, oh, you're just trying to sp- explain away, you know, Jesus's words right here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, you know, you don't have enough faith and that's why you're not getting what you asked for. Mm-hmm. Or Jesus is lying. Mm-hmm. You know, well, we know that our, our, our and then they will use the, the terminology. Well, Jesus said, according to your faith, be it unto you. Right, mm-hmm. so meaning that if you don't have enough faith, then you're not going to get what you ask for because you're not believing that you're going to get what you're asking mm-hmm. for, right? And so, then it's like, well, what is it? Is it my faith that gets me what I want? Is it just praying a prayer a certain way in Jesus' name that gets me the desired outcome that I'm looking for, mm-hmm. or is it that God has His will set and you can't change that will, 
Mm. Honestly, that's what I think that it is. I think that it's his will is set. We can't change it. But by praying in his name and in his will or by praying with enough faith, the, what we are happening there, what is happening is that we are aligning ourselves with God's will. Mm-hmm. When we pray in Jesus' name, we're praying in his will. When we're praying with true faith, then we're praying with the understanding that whatever the outcome is, we're going to believe it and accept it mm-hmm. because it's in God's will and it's what he wanted for our lives. Mm-hmm. And so we end up coming to that same conclusion. It's kind of like this. If you're, you know, you, you've got breakfast plans for, uh, for you and, and your daughter mm-hmm. and she's like, daddy, I want Cocoa Puffs. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I had waffles planned out for today. We don't, mm-hmm. we don't have it. Daddy, I really want Cocoa Puffs. And you're like, that sounds awesome, but I've already made you these waffles and look, mm-hmm. I put some strawberries and some whipped cream on it. Mm-hmm. And I think you would love these a lot more than the Cocoa Puffs. And she's like, Yes, I mm-hmm. do. I do want the waffles, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you knew the outcome that she needed because you didn't have cocoa puffs. You mm-hmm. didn't want her to have that for whatever reason and mm-hmm. a lot of reasons. Um, and you knew that you wanted her to have the, the waffles, and so like she had to come to that conclusion mm-hmm. that the waffles was what she needed and what she was going to get. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like us having to come to that conclusion through yeah. faith and through understanding that mm-hmm. we're in God's will for us to be able to. To, to have the faith to accept it. So yeah, that was a long soliloquy to, to mm, say, I'm nice. with you, bro. I like it. I yeah. could have just said, I'm yeah. with you, bro. I'm with you. But I didn't, yeah. I didn't do that. Sometimes being long with it is better, right? That's why we have a podcast that's you know more than three <laughs> yeah. minutes long. We could get on here and, and maybe true. show up in yes. the comments, just send us an email and uh, tell us, no, you'd rather have two-minute episodes where we're like, this is what we think. Is it necessary to fully understand God and his plans to trust him? No. No. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. (laughs) But since we don't think that's Uh, what you want, and also since we both like to talk, clearly, because we're on whatever we are, episode 63, 63. so uh, yeah, since we would like to continue this podcast and not have you all get mad at us because our episodes are three minutes long, we're going to give you the long explanation, so that's okay today, Gabe. Yes, thank you. Cool, guys. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, and make sure you follow us at Lost Boys to Found Fathers on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can check out Gabe's books, which is this one we're going from right now. That will be done with a question mark at the end. And the other one, yeah, if you're watching us on YouTube, he's holding it up right now, showing you the sweet covers, nice and shiny. And his next book is uh, Every Little Thing, Six Small Steps to Perfect Peace. I think he wrote that like during COVID and all that. So we all know we needed some peace then. We always need peace. But uh, yeah, check those out. You can find them online. Thank you guys for following us. Remember, let's not be lost. Let's be found in him.